Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Warning. The following podcast, which contains strong language and mature content, is unsuitable for children or for the faint of heart. The subject matter discussed will be frightening and graphic in nature. Listener discretion is advised. When you want to hear about the paranormal, you get the spooked girls. True crime that makes you hypothermal with the three spooked girls. Stabby snippets will give you dreams. Tara and Jessica will make you. Along with the spooked girls Bring on the slaughter We on that haunted ground The three spooked girls Hey spooksters and welcome back to another episode here on Three Spooked Girls. My name is Tara and as always I am here with my girlfriend Jessica. Hello. Hello. And for today's Stabby, I am bringing you some spooky stories. So quick context, if you're not following me on TikTok, you don't know about this. But if you are, just fast forward like 30 seconds, you'll be good. (laughs) I got this book when Jess was here. It's called A Ghost a Day. There's 365 ghost stories. And fun fact, in real time, I have posted, I think, two. And someone commented that follows me that they know one of the authors because this was written by two people. So I thought that was pretty neat. That is exciting. Right? I was like, wow, the world is so fucking small. Anyways, so what I did for today is I thought it'd be cool. I grabbed mine and Jessica's birthdays and all of our admins birthdays, which is Matt, Ashley and Kelly. And then the amazing CK. And I was going to just read you guys the ghost story from our birthdays or that's, you know, doesn't land on the birthdays, just the day the authors chose. (laughs) You know, (laughs) these are our birthday ghosts, y'all. From I'm excited. Okay. All right. And I did go in date order. So mine is first because we have a lot everybody except us. Well, Matt's is in August or admin Matt. His is in August. That's kind of fall-ish. It's like summer. late summer. Yeah. Okay. All right. So mine is the Drags Home Slot out of Sealand, <clears throat> Denmark. No, it's slot, not slut. Thank you. I know, but I thought it was close and therefore it made me giggle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Okay. And then the date is... Oh, no, they are on the actual... Like, it is the date. It's just the years are all, like whatever year it happened. So it was April 25th, 1578. Ooh. Yes. So Dragsholm Castle was built in the 12th century. The castle became the residence of kings and several noble families. At least three spirits haunt the fortress. 
The saddest tale is that of a lady in white, the daughter of a nobleman, who at a young age fell in love with a common man who worked in the castle. One day, her father, discovering their relationship, became furious and ordered her to be imprisoned in the castle. Today, the apparition of a woman in a white dress can be seen roaming the corridors in search of her lover. Another spirit that makes a notable impression on the castle is Earl of Bothwell. In the 1500s, he was captured and imprisoned in the castle's dungeon where he remained for 10 years, escaping only in death. His mummified remains were displayed as a relic in a nearby church. Each evening, his ghost returns and he is seen riding his gallant steed through the courtyard. The last of the three is the Grey Lady. She was a maiden in the castle who suffered from a terrible toothache. The master cured her. Eternally grateful, she returns to watch over the castle. Oh, that one's cute. I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah, that's adorable. Oh, and then it has a terrifying tidbit. It says, in the 1930s, during renovations of the castle, workers knocked down a wall and discovered skeletal remains of a woman in a white dress. Could this be the lady in white? Ooh, gross. I always feel like the stories come from that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. All right, Jess. Yours. Oh, my God. Okay. So your story takes place May 20th, 1927. It is titled The Delta King, and it is out of (gasps) Sacramento. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's funny. As in the Delta King, the boat? Yep. Oh, <gasps> we can go. This is exciting. Okay. The Delta King is com- is a completely renovated 1920s riverboat that is permanently docked in old Sacramento, California. From 1927 until 1940, the Delta King was alive with activity, offering its patrons everything from fine dining to live entertainment. And during its rich history, it was used as a Navy barracks. However, now it is an active restaurant and hotel where patrons and employees alike have reported seeing strange ongoings. There have been several reports of hearing the pitter-patter of little feet as a young girl walks down the hallway singing Ring Around the Rosie. No. No. Mm -mm. If I start hearing that, no thanks. We're not gonna go. (laughs) It says, in fact, after seeing the... Bare footprints of a child appear out of nowhere. One horrified employee quit on the spot. Can you blame them, though? No. Right? One of the guests even requested that the hotel staff ask the little girl to stop playing in the hallway as she was disrupting his sleep. Apparently, he was unaware that the little girl was not among the living. (coughs) Another spirit frequenting the riverboat was nicknamed the Captain, as his ghostly apparition appears wearing a dark cap and pants with a crisp white shirt. Employees have caught the sight of the captain in their peripheral vision as he quickly moves to and fro about the ship. Since the captain has become a regular part of the crew, it seems that no one has the heart to tell him that his presence is no longer needed. Mm. But I love that that's like where you live. Like it it just worked out that it's It's perfect for me. Right? Isn't that awesome? It was actually something that my ex always wanted to do because like they have like a 1920s like theme. Where it was like mm-hmm. a murder mystery party. Mm-hmm. And I've always wanted, I wanted That's to do fun. it too, but yeah. Damn. Well, we can go. Yeah. I mean, you should tell him. You should be like, this was in the thing, Tara. You should tell him though, because that's funny. He'll be, but yes. he'll be like, what? We should have gone. Right. My bad. <laughs> nope. Nope. Me. I'm taking Jessica now. Sorry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, he and I could still go. We just have to get separate rooms. <laughs> yeah, but 
I'm like, no, I want to push him out of the way. <laughs> Story of our lives. Okay. Yes. So anyways, okay, now starting into our admin birthdays. So this is admin Matt. And you guys probably see him in the group. He's over in the UK, though. So mm-hmm. different times than we are on. But we always always love his help and he is super nice so he's the one who taught me that every country has a every country has a south (laughs) every country oh my god yeah y'all are missing out on some of these conversations we have in our admin chat just saying (laughs) (laughs) he's like oh those like he was talking about like as in the uk and he was like oh those southerners and i was like oh my god (laughs) every country has a south (laughs) no but like the way he the way he talked about it was like how people like like northern like northeastern Americans talk about yeah, southerners. Yeah, no, I got you. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so Matt's birthday is August twenty seventh. So Matt's story occurred on August twenty seventh, nineteen sixty three. It is the Shepton Mine disaster out of Hazelton, Pennsylvania. And I'm sorry if I'm saying that mine's name wrong, but that's what it looks like. Okay. A full recount of the Shepton mine disaster was reported in the Hazelton Standard Speaker on August 27, 2002, 39 years after this incredibly tragic yet divinely spiritual rescue. Two men had been entombed within the Shepton mine for 14 days. David Fellon and Hank Throne, wearing football helmets and parachute harnesses, were guided through a borehole to safety the morning of August 27, 1963. When their 14-day ordeal was revealed to the public, the strange revelation of their experiences surfaced. Felon, who was 58 at the time, recalled Throne, the 24-year-old worker he'd been buried alive with, saying they ought to not speak of their experiences for fear of people thinking they were crazy. David Felon, however, thought the world should know who had given them the strength to survive. Both men interviewed separately described with amazing accuracy their visitor, who had stayed with them during the last eight days of their ordeal, when they'd all but given up. Who was the dedicated spirit that made their presence known? None other than Pope John the Twenty Third. I didn't realize there were many, that many Pope Johns. Yeah, me either. Okay, who died just weeks before? David recalled a span of time when he left his body, saw a beautiful marble floor, and witnessed scores of Egyptian men going about their work. He was in awe at the sight before him as he studied men building the pyramids. He went on to say that Egyptians did not move the stones as many people over the centuries have surmised. Rather, 25 men carried buckets of sand and water and poured the mix into wooden forms and built each block one at a time. There may have been some that think Felon and Throne were hallucinating. Felon swore an oath on the Bible that everything he experienced while trapped in the mine was true. He passed at least two polygraph tests. Recently, in 2002, a re- I like how since recently, I'm like, that's not recent, that's 20 years ago, but okay. <laughs> a researcher studying the pyramids shared his revelation that, just as David Fellon had seen, each block was created from, quote, cement, end quote, being poured into a form. Interesting. So our next admin birthday is Ashley, September 5th. So her story... Ooh, fun. It is from September 5th, 1922. It is the Winchester House in San Jose, California. Ooh. Yes, yes. We already know, but I'm just going to read it anyway because, you know, it's fun. 
This Victorian mansion, located in downtown Santa Clara, California, is surrounded by legends of hauntings and the results of a wealthy woman's paranoid fears of the paranormal. Sarah Winchester, the eccentric Winchester rifle heiress, built the mansion after she met with Boston medium Adam Coons. During their session, the medium confirmed Sarah's worst fears. He told Sarah that her husband, as well as her daughter's death from tuberculosis, were in fact a result of a curse. He believed that all the souls had been killed by a Winchester rifle, were out to get revenge, and Sarah was next. As a way to put an end to the curse, he directed Sarah to move out west where she should build a home for the spirits. As long as a home was being built, she would be safe. A fearful Sarah soon moved to San Jose where she acquired an eight-room farmhouse. She then began building a mansion. Its construction went on 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and it would continue on for 38 years. Today, this 160-room mansion has 40 staircases, 950 doors, 10,000 windows, and 47 fireplaces. The list of oddities for this mouse maze of construction goes on and on. One of the most peculiar peculiar rooms, I can't read today, it's fine, is the seance room. It is in this room that Sarah is said to have held nightly seances seeking construction advice from the spirits who lost their lives to the Winchester rifle. Visitors and tour guides of the mansion have reported inexplicable eerie sounds of organ music, doorknobs have turned on their own accord, strange lights have been witnessed illuminating in the darkened hallways, and along with frequently heard unexplainable voices, some visitors have described the sudden appearance of an ectoplasmic mist. It appears that Sarah, who died at the mansion at age 83, still fearing the ghosts of the victims of Winchester rifles, is afraid to leave this earthly plane. And terrifying tidbit with this one is ectoplasm is believed to be caused by the manifestation of spiritual energy. And fun fact, Jessica and I have been there and there is, if you want more details, there's episodes way back in the vault not in the vault they're they're on the main feed but they're fucking old somebody got (laughs) touched and i'm bitter about it i did i did get touched on my shoulder and jessica will never let me forget that she's pissed about it i am i'm a little because homegirl almost got left by the tour guide every time because she's like something happened to me (laughs) nothing happened (laughs) (laughs) literally tara was like jessica come on we have to go and i'm like no i don't want to go i'm gonna stay and wait for clyde (laughs) okie dokie our next one is on ck's birthday and this story takes place october 6th 1859 it is titled the ringing bells and it is out of charlottetown prince edward island canada Early one Friday morning, the residents of the small town of Charlottetown were awakened when the bell of St. James Church rang out. It rang just once. Thinking that odd, they investigated. On the way to the church, it tolled a second time, again, just once. As they approached the church, it rang again, just once. Entering the church grounds, they heard it toll again for a fourth time and then for a fifth. As they stood in front of the church, it tolled a sixth time. When the doors of the church were flung open, a powerful wind blew through the doorway and three glowing women appeared, all dressed in white. The people stood in awe as the bell tolled for a seventh time and the doors slammed shut. They tried to open them again, but the doors were locked. Peering through the windows, they saw the three women float to the bell tower steps and disappear. The minister arrived and they unlocked the doors only to find the church empty. The bell tolled for an eighth time and they all ran up to the belfry. There was no one there. Puzzled, they searched the entire church but could not find a living soul. The bell rang no more. 
Later that evening, the Fair Queen, a local passenger ferry from Nova Scotia to Prince Edward Island, failed to show. A few days later, the good people of Charlottetown learned that it had sunk the day the church bell rang. Eight passengers, five men and three women drowned that day, the same number of times the bell had tolled. Terrifying tidbit. When church bells are heard at sea, it means that someone on the ship will die. Ooh, creepy. Frightening. Right? All righty. And our last ghost story is on our last admin, Kelly's birthday. So this story takes place on October 14th, 2009. Her birthday is obviously not in 2009, but you know what I'm saying. Same as he case. It's not the year. RLCP. Very old. This one is called The Sorority House Spirits out of, oh, another Pennsylvania one, out of Bloomsburg, Pennsylvania. According to ghosttheory.com, a Bloomsburg University sorority house is plagued by spirit activity. Rumor has it that the girls of Pi Sigma Sigma are frequented by unseen entities intent on getting their attention. The girls speak of strange occurrences ranging from faucets being turned on by themselves to all of the fire alarms going off at once for no apparent reason. On numerous occasions, it's been reported that the cries of children can be heard emanating from the interior walls as they try to escape. Then there's the physical contact. Several girls of the sorority have reported having their hair pulled as well as being shoved down the stairs. Coincidentally, the area where they've been shoved in is the same place that a dark shadow has been seen looming in the hallways and the stairwell. Numerous sororities occupy the location prior to Pi Sigma Sigma have reported similarly ghostly tales. But to what do the sisters attribute all of this paranormal activity? Well, one sister, having been intrigued by the paranormal all of her life, decided to take matters into her own hands. Using a Ouija board, she attempted to make contact and received tidbits of information. It's always the one. Right? The name Maggie and the year 1934 being the most prevalent. After a bit of research, she found that there had been a woman by the name of Maggie that died of natural causes back in 1934. Whatever the cause of the phenomena, they continue to this day. Perhaps Maggie is hazing her sisters from the other side. (laughs) That's funny. That's great. That's great. And the terrifying tidbit is Ouija boards, also known as spirit boards, are often used as a method of communicating with the dead. Many believe these boards should be used with extreme caution as unsuspecting participants can inadvertently open a door allowing evil spirits to enter. Yes. Yes, which we obviously knew that, but, you know, I was going to read it anyway. Like, on Facebook, and I was watching one of my friends (laughs) play a Ouija board with his kids. Okay, but, like, I have seen this come up because I follow, like, mediums and stuff like that. How, I'm trying to think how to phrase this, how they said it. So it's like, why would a Ouija board be something to be feared of, but, like, spirit boxes, dowsing rods, and all of those that are, like, you know communicative tools not feared i think it's like the opening and closing like i think it's what they do i know right it's literally the same thing though it's just another talking device so it's nothing to really be scared of i guess the way i look at it is like the intention of a ouija board you're like i don't know it's the same intention because you're trying to get them to answer you you know what i mean it's It's something to think about so you know we have gotten a lot of scary stories, though, from listeners. That is that hypocritical of me, because I own a spirit box. <laughs> but anyways, all right, y'all. Well, that is going to go ahead and wrap up today's Stabby. I hope you enjoyed. If you'd like more of these ghost stories, let us know. 
head over to my TikTok, please. It is spooky underscore sleuth and follow me over there. But with that, we will go ahead and wrap things up and we'll see you next time. Bye. Toodles.